the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. This is not the last time you'll hear this today, but... I'm not, I'm not supposed to take any questions, but go ahead. Mr. President, Afghanistan? I'm not going to Afghanistan. There's so much about that that bothers me. I don't know. Uh, first of all, he th- this president keeps coming out saying, uh, I'm not supposed to uh, do this or that, or they tell me I have to do this, or I have to stand here, or I have this list that they gave me, and I need to call on this person first. I have never seen a president in my lifetime act this goofy. Um and and I know that part of it is just probably helping him just kind of cope with the stress of that day, keeping things in order. But it really is bothersome to see a president that is not really fully capable and to say that I, I, I'm not supposed to do this, but oh, I'll take your question. And then the only question that anyone has, yes, Ida, terrible hurricane. But not it, it is not what Katrina was. People are we're going to get power back on in New Orleans. This is going to work out. Um, the only story on the planet that people care about is Afghanistan, and he refuses to take questions about it. That's problematic. Joining me now, General Jerry Boykin, uh, 36 years in the uh, U.S. Army, original member of the Delta Force. And General, it's always good to have you on the show. Thanks for being back with us today. I'm, I, I just had this going through my head all week uh, as I was away. Uh, those of you that, that were original members of Delta Force and Special Forces, you hear stories coming out of recently retired Special Forces organizing their own trips into Afghanistan to go get the people out that are still there. How did you feel about that? What were your thoughts? Well, I, I was aware that there were different uh, Special Operations elements uh, that were gearing up for that, so I was not surprised by it. Uh, I had been contacted uh, by some of them. And, uh, listen, when the Delta Force was created in 1977, November 19th, 1977, they specifically had a going-in mission of rescuing American hostages. In other words, leaving no one behind. So it was inevitable that when it became obvious that this president and this administration we're not going to get all the people out. Uh, it was it was inevitable that these guys were going to go into action, regardless of the cost and the risk. And and, uh, and they've done a pretty doggone good job, just based on what you can tell from the uh, open source reports. Yeah, no, I'm I'm reading places where uh, different groups have gotten as many as three to five thousand um, out. Yep per operation, which is remarkable. And I'm, I guess I'm really puzzled, General, at how a president can just basically more or less say, oh, well, too bad. If you didn't get to the airport, that's tough business, uh, we, but we're going to have to just get out of here. Y- your thoughts on the entire um, exit strategy as it's been conducted thus far to begin with? 
Well, it was backwards. First of all, it, it was just it, it was the most abysmal failure of leadership that I have seen, honestly, in this uh, in, in my lifetime of, of really understanding our government and what was going on. It's the most abysmal leadership failure. Secondly, the the, the leadership in uh, both the uh, Department of Defense as well as the Department of State. Uh, I think it's time for them to uh, be scrutinized very clear, carefully and make a determination as whether they should stay where they are or maybe it's time for them to retire and get on a corporate board and make a lot of money. Uh, but I, I, if you are the Secretary of Defense or the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs and you don't have enough influence over the president to get him to understand the imperative to put boots on the ground and to maintain a secure airfield, so that you can launch operations from that airfield, you can evacuate people from that airfield, you probably shouldn't be where you are if you can't influence the president for that. When these kinds of things come along that require some real leadership, some real thinking, and some real uh, decisions, some of which are are high-risk decisions, they're not up to the task. And uh, that's what you see unfolding right now. General, you know this because we've talked about it. I have a brother-in-law who's forward-duty Navy uh, right now, top gun grad, uh, test pilot school grad, uh, commander. He's about to uh, go on yet another um, you know, cruise and, and have to do his thing. He's an F-18 uh, number two. Um, he has never, never, never spoken about his job to me in private the way he has in recent weeks. Just the discouragement yeah. uh, at the at the at the basic level of where the, his, his the, the men that serve under him are at, and it would be one thing if they could point to something and say we're doing it this way for these purposes that are going to make America safer. But the woke activism that has been unleashed within the military ranks, General, is is it's depressing the the enthusiasm of the troops that are there, and it's making it harder for them to do their job. Yeah, and, and, you know, it's not just those that are over there in uh, Afghanistan right now. I mean, it's it's the military in general. It is, a, it is troops of all services, and I must tell you that I've had so many just tell me that they're not going to stay in the military, mm. that they've had enough of this woke military focus, and they're, it's not what they signed up for. And uh, and they're going to leave the military. They're going to leave early. They're, going to, they're not going to stay around until they you know, hits their 20 years, they're, they're right. going to leave uh, just as soon as they can get out. And, uh, and then when you look at the fact that moms and dads are telling me all over the country as I travel around and speak, that they are really, really uh, discouraging Johnny and Janie, their kids, from joining the military now because they see what's happening. Yep. They want to know that when they're, children are put into harm's way. Uh, They're directed by the commander-in-chief to go into harm's way. They want to know that that president, that commander-in-chief has their best interest at heart. That doesn't mean that some of them are not going to get killed and and not come home. But where is the best interest? Is it it the the nation and and the people that serve this nation that the president cares most about, or is it some nebulous agenda and uh, so they're not uh, they're not going to encourage Johnny and Janie to join the military and that's happening so recruiting as well as retention 
are suffering and will continue to suffer. General Jerry Boykin, author of Man to Man, his most recent book, came out about a year ago, but it really is a challenge to reclaim masculinity for the best reasons. You need to get a copy of that. Um, And then check his uh, Twitter, General Boykin, G-E-N-B-O-Y-K-I-N. General, we always appreciate your time. Thanks for being with us today. Glad to be with you, brother. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. Sirhan Sirhan, the man who brutally murdered Robert Kennedy, has been granted parole. But in all the media coverage of this shocking outcome, there's one topic that has remained largely unmentioned, the killer's motive. We live in a world where every high-profile killer immediately has mass media crawling all over his online presence looking for indicators of ideological motivations, especially conservative ones. But Sirhan was a Palestinian extremist who saw his brother killed by a Jordanian vehicle in a battle with the Israelis. He killed RFK because he hated JFK, and he hated JFK because JFK supported Israel. NBC News called Sirhan, quote, a Christian-born Jordanian, but that's pretty misleading. Yes, he was born to a Christian family, but later he became an apostate from Christianity and joined a New Age group. The story of the murder of the Kennedy brothers has been ill-served by a media which keeps forgetting to tell us that the first was murdered by a communist and the second by a Palestinian terrorist. I'm Jerry Boyer. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 